So boys, this week in our bonus episode, we're going to talk about a pretty new streaming service that came out that's uh, already gathered a lot of attention, kind of a little bit of controversy. That's right, fellas. This week we're going to talk about Google Stadia. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, we're going to talk about, not a sponsor, Disney Plus. I mean, if you want to sponsor us, go for it. Unless. So, uh... Welcome back to Capacity Geek. I'm Alex, and I'm joined as always with uh, Bobby and Walter. Say hey, guys. Hey. Hello. So, uh, we all have Disney+. Plus. We all have our own accounts. We didn't pool together to get one, and uh, I don't know why we didn't do that, but here we are. I just got billed $70. Me too. So, uh, I thought we'd give kind of a brief, and by brief, I mean this is probably going to be a one ever. Uh, I thought I'd give. Uh, I thought we would give a brief, and by brief, this is probably going to be a one-hour episode. Uh, just initial thoughts, video, initial thoughts episode on it, and uh, I actually prepared for this episode because I wrote down some homework for you guys and me to do by asking you guys these questions that we can talk about, just different categories on Disney Plus. Um, so, Walter, I believe you have the questions up for us. Uh, what was the first question? The first question is, uh, just an original that stands out to you. That was not what I wrote. Watch some originals, have one ready to talk about. Alright, so, uh, I have two I'd like to talk about. Um, uh, we're gonna go relatively quick on this, maybe a couple minutes on each, but, uh, one that I chose was The World According to Jeff Goldblum, the National Geographic Jeff Goldblum uh, joint venture there. Um, I saw Jeff Goldblum in Wizard World Chicago a couple of months back. Actually, I believe, yes, it was the day they announced that he was getting a show on Disney+. Plus. So he wasn't talking a lot about it, but uh, he did mention that they were going to do a sneakers episode, they were going to do an ice cream episode, which at the time of release are the two episodes that are up. This is releasing on a Friday, so there will be a third episode up by the time this releases. But, um, yeah, the show's pretty cool. You know, they got some cool graphs. It really reminds me of uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, that kind of era of, like, documentary television where there are cu- there are cool graphics just everywhere, and the host, Jeff Goldblum, is obviously Jeff Goldblum. He's, like, this eccentric man and everything, a beautiful eccentric man, uh, very Bill Nye-ish and everything, so I think it's a very nice kind of spiritual successor to Bill Nye the Science Guy, if you want to think of it like that. Uh, have you guys watched A World According to Jeff Goldblum? I watched both episodes already, nice. and um, I thoroughly enjoy it. I kind of felt like the graphics that they used in the Sneakers episode specifically were a little cheesy, but the like this, the show overall really improved with the ice cream episode. Yeah. Like, I absolutely loved the ice cream episode, even though I was offended because I'm lactose intolerant. But that's besides the point. That is. That's not his fault. Uh, And another thing I wanted to talk about was a movie, uh, the live-action remake of Lady and the Tramp. I actually really like this one. I've been kind of a champion for the Disney live-action stuff. I really enjoyed Jungle Book. Uh... I enjoyed Lion King until Elton John said it was a disappointment, and now I believe it's homophobia at its finest, because <laughs> Elton John said so. And uh, Beauty and the Beast was okay. Um, 
You know, I, I, I liked a bit of them, but uh, I really like Lady and the Tramp. It was a really nice telling and the humor that they use for it. Um, it's definitely a little bit more updated. It's still set in that time, uh, but it's definitely more updated. There's a scene that I love in the pet store where Lady's causing a ruckus, and uh, Lady's talking to her dog friends, and she's like, Oh, can a baby bring you your slippers? Uh, can a baby uh, sleep at the foot of your bed? Can a baby fill in the void with love and uh, attachment in your life? And then they're like, uh... Yeah. That, that was pretty funny to me. Uh, Bobby, I know you said earlier to me they had some thoughts on the remake. You I watched think, a bit of it. I think it's one of those where, like, I... Like, the parts that I saw were, like, eh, okay, but... I kind of left my room early on in the movie. Right, right, right. Uh, have you seen either of those two? I have not. I'm particularly uh, interested in The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Right. right. Because I love Jeff Goldblum. Well, as... if you love Jeff Goldblum, you would have watched the first two episodes, Walter. Yeah. Man, Pokemon just came out. That's kind of consuming my life. Uh, you can play Pokemon while watching the show. Yeah, it's sort of like one of those shows that you could put on in the background and just chill out and be jealous over the fact that people can enjoy ice cream and you can't. I mean, I can. Well, nobody's talking to you, Walter. You just were. I was talking in your general direction. I'm not lactose intolerant, bastard. Can't help it that my body, like, you know, digests yeah. better than yours. I mean, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. It might just be an, uh, it might just be a dairy allergy. Just can't dairy in general. It ruins my life. I just, I, I had to because you were on your sad boy shit about dairy again. This happens a lot in our friendship. Uh, okay, but yeah, definitely check out World According to Jeff Goldblum. If you like the live action Disney movies, uh, go check out Lady and the Tramp. Uh, I think it has its perfect place in Disney+. Plus. It's not that big of a live action remake to be, you know, out in theaters. Like, I think... That was a good it, idea to it, have. It was it. definitely not theater worthy. It was not. Like, some of the effects look kind of eh, but some of the effects look pretty alright. And they use shelter dogs for at least the main two. I'm pretty sure it was either the main two or all the dogs were shelter dogs, but uh, definitely the main two were shelter dogs, which is always good. And they did add kind of a message around the end of uh, sheltering is really good, getting sheltered animals instead of buying puppies from pet stores or puppy mills. Or what have you, but uh, yeah, that's always a really nice message. Adopt. Remember, kids, support your local shelter. Yes, I know that's in that's a topic. You know, I just realized I, I know, but that's a topic near and dear to your heart, mm-hmm. Bob. So I think maybe you should stick around and watch a little bit of the rest of it. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Uh, so Walter, what did you want to talk about? I want to talk about what was. Kind of, in the build-up and since launch, kind of the champion of Disney+, Plus, and that is The Mandalorian. Now, when that was announced, I was super excited. I 
did what I what I try to do with a lot of things that I'm really looking forward to watching. I avoided the trailers because I didn't want to see anything on it. I just wanted to go in fresh and I've been blown away by the first two episodes. I can't wait for the third episode to drop on Friday. It's without going into spoiler territory because some people may not have seen it. it the action set pieces are great. The environments are great. It's like a big budget movie, but in the format of an episodic television show. And it's just it's just fantastic. Yeah, I watched uh, both the episodes of Mandalorian, I think, Sunday night. They were really good. I jumped into one after another. I was spoiled because uh, one of my good friends did mention this uh, on Facebook, but a lot of people are really willing to spoil the Mandalorian mm-hmm. where they don't really spoil like the movies for... They have some restraint on movies, but like TV shows often get spoiled a lot. Yeah. I mean, like you go to like anybody's Facebook page, you, you see the one big spoiler that we're definitely not going to talk about. No, I thought we were going to talk about. Yes. Fuck it, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, there's a baby Yoda. It's so cute. It is, and can I just say that? Okay, I'm not gonna. I'll tell you guys what I was going to say, but I'm not gonna say it because I just realized that might be a little bad. But I'm. Um, uh, it's not. That's not the species name. It's not Baby Yoda. There's no. They've George Lucas made it a point to never give Yoda a species name, which I mean, now that there's a Baby Yoda, we might be getting a species name. Now that George Lucas has no involvement, I'm gonna throw my hat into the ring and I'm gonna name it myself. I'm going to call the species that Yoda is, Greenbos. I like it. G R E E N B O S. Greenbos. It's it's spelled green bows, but it's pronounced green bow. With any accent, it's just green bow. So, from da- uh, from now on, while we discuss this, we are going to refer to the baby... Uh, we're going to refer to the baby as little green bow. John Favreau, listen to the subside. John Favreau, <laughs> come on. And also, let me meet Chef. <laughs> and my one of my favorite parts it's kind of comedic it's when they when when he uncovers it it's like and they had already said the baby is 50 well yeah Yoda she's age different yeah yes. Yoda died at 900 so yeah species age differently I you know obviously Yoda super old so but um yeah I had no problem with uh that I actually I think that's really clever and I I did like the thing how at the end um they answer the question okay we're going into spoiler territory so yeah uh get ready for that it is force uh, force sensitive yes at the end of the second episode Bobby you've seen the show right Mm -hmm. okay so, yeah, it is Force-sensitive at the end of the episode, um, and Nick Nolte, who plays kind of that, like that pig thing in Empire, remember that, uh, I don't remember what he's called, but same species as that, and the Mandalorian, um, they don't understand what happened. It's like a miracle to them, because 
if you think about it, this is about 50 years after Revenge of the Sith, where Jedi were really prevalent in uh, in the galaxy. No, this is after Return of the Jedi. 50 years after Revenge of the Sith, Walter. Five years after Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Oh, wait. Five years after Jedi. Because... So, no, 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 you're right, you're right. Okay, A New Hope was... It was 20, 20 years, years after. So it wouldn't be 50. It's just 50. But, um... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is set, like, 25 years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. And they're on the Outer Rim, so they might not understand what the Jedi, the Force, what any of that stuff is. Yeah. And... They do sure understand racism, though. Yeah. We're not gonna become, uh... We're not going to become uh, the Mandalorian news network, but uh, um, I can definitely tell what the Empire wants with Little Greenbow, and uh, I'm sorry, Greenbow, but I can tell what they want with him. You know, they want to know about the Force and be able to do that. Um, but yeah, very solid show. Uh, some of the best Disney Star Wars stuff that we've gotten so far. Yeah. I adore what Disney has done with Star Wars, but I, I did really like uh, Mandalorian, so I'd give that one and check it out, too. Yeah. And I believe Little Grimbo is only the third member of the species we've seen. Right, because Yaddle. current canon. Yeah, in Phantom Menace, only Yaddle, right? I'm... Yeah, I think she I think was only Yaddle in was, Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that species is just... 100% force sensitive. Might be, might be. Because now it's three for three on them being force sensitive, with Yoda being one of the most powerful force users ever. Uh, so anything else you wanted to talk about? I know you said you had two. Did you have two? No. No? Okay. Uh, Bobby? Well, I was gonna have two, but to be honest, I didn't even, like, watch the second episode yet of the first one I was gonna talk about. That's so, okay. let's talk about something that made me cry. Oh boy, don't we do that every time Walter picks a movie? Yeah, but... Today we're going to talk about Marvel's Hero Project. Oh god, I've been I've been avoiding that one because I don't want to cry just yet. And here's the thing. Like, sure, it's sad. Like, there are sad parts. But it's not even the sad parts that make me cry. It's the end of the episodes that make me cry. And I'll explain why. So, um, Hero Project is a series that follows children from all walks of life. They may see or suffer from some sort of uh, disadvantage in society, some sort of disadvantage in their body. Like, uh, in the first episode, we have Jordan, who was born... With a limb difference. She's missing one of her hands. She was, like, I think it was her left hand she was born without. So, to make up for the fact that she was born with, you know, only one hand, she became an inventor and a designer. And, um, mm-hmm. she ended up getting invited to a workshop where she decided to make a cannon that, uh... Phones off table...
And uh, she decided to make a cannon that uh, was designed to shoot glitter out of her arm. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then from there, it got big. She got partnered with a design partner, which helped her build even more onto the idea. So we have more glitter instead of just like a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. And uh, her idea turned into Project Unicorn. Which even got featured on the Rachel Ray show. She went. Uh, she did a couple TEDx conferences. So uh, huge opportunities for this child. Um, and then the part that got me. She uh, participated in the Cambridge Science Festival at MIT. Mm-hmm. And it's typically just her mom that travels with her. Yeah. But Marvel decided to bring out her brother, her father, and, and Don Cheadle. We could only wish John, uh, the Don Cheadle was there. But no, um, they brought out her brother, her father, and of course, with it being Marvel, they had a huge surprise for her. Don Cheadle? We could only wish. <laughs> no. Um, they, uh, her father and her brother brought out this box for our, uh, from the Marvel Hero Project. Uh-huh. And her mom read her a letter that explained like explained to her like, hey, just so you know, you're this huge inspiration. And you're actually like because not only did she do the one workshop that like got her started, mm-hmm. she started other workshops for kids just like her. To help them build on to this idea that like, you know, even though you look different, you're not different. Right. You can do exactly what any other kind, uh, what any other child can do. So, um, Marvel sent her a box with a jacket that was custom made just for her, and her very own comic book. Oh yes, I did hear about that. They make comics out of every kid that they uh, do show. And, like, you know, I don't want to say hail capitalism or hail corporate. Say hail Hydra. Mm, I wouldn't compare Marvel to Hydra, though. Hail Hydra. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Jeff, Jeff, keep that in. He just smacked him. But, um... There's been a violence. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to see Marvel recognize these children, do something really nice for them. Yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it till I die. Make mine Marvel. Oh, also, just so we can complete the entire cycle of the different categories in Disney+, Plus, uh, I watched uh, one of the episodes of Forky Asks a Question, the Pixar uh, special uh, they have with Toy Story 4's Forky, and uh, it was really cute, and I liked it. So check that out, too. So we covered National Geographic, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar. And those are the main structures of Disney+. Plus. I'm not entirely sure where the Simpsons falls on that, but uh, I'm sure they got their way. Hey, Disney, how about you add a uh, Fox category? Pretty sure they, it falls under Disney. But still. But still, yeah. Fox. That's true. Uh, Walter, what's the second question? The second question is, uh, what was a surprising thing on there that you didn't expect? Uh, as TV shows go. As TV shows? Yes. Um, what did I expect? Uh, you guys start. Um, 
There wasn't a ton of surprises, for me at least. Like, I do feel that some of the Nat Geo series that they added just kind of don't belong, but, you know, I could appreciate that. That's just extra content that anybody can binge on a slow day at home. Um, though I do have to say, I was kind of shocked to see that uh, Marvel's Runaways, at least the first season, made it off of Hulu. Damn it, that was the one that I was going to pick. But oh. it's okay. Yeah, no... Uh, I looked at that. It shares Hulu. So, is it only the first season on Yeah, it's only Disney the first Plus? season for right now. For, okay, yeah, because Hulu still has Runaways going. So, yeah, that's the one that I was going to do. Damn it, I, I was trying to remember which one uh, I, I mean, was going to for that. We, we won't go too much into depth about that. I'll let you do your thing on that. No, no, no. Um, I, I was thinking with this one, we just say what was a surprising thing and maybe a thing. But, uh... Yeah, Runaways. That's on there. Um, we have Disney's dog. Anybody? Oh, yeah. Anybody? Uh, does that have the Nickelodeon episodes, too? Or no. is it just... No? That's, just that's, the, um, that's the unfortunate thing, but... Hey, it's Doug! Jeff, while we're singing this, I want you to intercut that re- video recording we have of Walter saying the N-word. What? <laughs> Do it, Jeff. It doesn't exist. Execute order. Walter says the N-word. <laughs> Jeff. Do not cut out any mention of the F-word on here, please. Not the F-word, the N-word. <laughs> we could say fuck all we want. Now Just we have to because it's an uncensored episode. <laughs> fuck. 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 <laughs> all right. Uh, Walter, you got anything surprising? Yes. Um, it's kind of a collection of things. So, you know how X-Men and Spider-Man had really popular early 90s TV shows? Yeah. They were trying to make a whole big universe out of that. Oh, yeah. Which also included Hulk, Iron Man, Silver and Fantastic Surfer. Four, and Silver Surfer. Which, though, other than Spider-Man and X-Men, none of them really gained a lot of popularity. Specifically the Iron Man one. Right. Like, you don't hear that talked about at all, but still, both seasons made it on there, and I was kind of surprised at that. Well, that's because they were distributed by Fox Kids in the early 90s, and now Disney owns Fox. Yeah. So, yeah, they got the whole thing over there. Oh, oh, um, let me just mention, uh-huh. out of this, X-Men Evolution. Not on there? It's on there. It's on there? That was, a uh, Kids WB. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I bet you Wolverine and the X-Men isn't on there. That's Viacom. That would be Nickelodeon, wouldn't it? Hold on. Ooh, that, while we're on the topic That's of Marvel, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the Man of Action uh, animated uh, Avengers series that kind of took off after the movies, uh, around the time of the first Iron Man and Hulk movies, but uh, got canceled to make that shitty Avengers Assemble cartoon show. Um, yeah, that's on there. They were going to make like an entire third season. They had like animatics of like Death Clock and like... Silver Surfer was going to show up, and I think they were going to eventually do Thanos. They, were, they had a lot of plans for that. Uh, Ms. Marvel was going to get her Captain Marvel uniform, I believe. Oh, Wolverine and the X-Men is on there. Hmm. Hmm. Green ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Next question, Walter. Next question is, what don't they have that is kind of disappointing? Oh, we're already on that question? All yeah. Right. Um, all right. So this is one that Bobby, you and I definitely share um, when we talked about it. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about the one that you were disappointed with. But the early 2000s uh, Toon Disney block of shows, they have Teacher's Pet, they have uh, Recess, definitely. I know that was in the 90s, but if you remember, Toon Disney was a separate channel from Disney Channel that I believe turned into Disney XD? Or, yeah. Or JetX. It, it turned into JetX and then Disney XD, right? Yeah. And uh, I think in some South American regions it is still JetX, from what I remember. Which is really weird because Boomerang is also really big in Latin American regions, like bigger than Cartoon Network. Hmm. Yeah, it is. But um, uh, yeah, the early two thousands uh, Disney block. I mean, some of them were Canadian, like Teletoon productions, like Braceface, and uh, but we were missing Pepper Ann, uh, Bobby, the one you were talking about, Weekenders. We can talk a little bit about Weekenders if you'd like now. So, if you don't know what it is, it's a little show that was created by uh, Doug Langdale, which, uh, fun fact, totally not related to Disney Plus in any way, Doug Langdale also wrote Scooby-Doo, Legend of Phanasaur, which uh, brought us the Ultra Instinct Shaggy memes. Oh. <laughs> um, Jeff, you could cut that out, but I prefer you don't. Yeah, no, that's okay. While we're on the topic of Scooby-Doo, I saw um, Playing With Fire last week, the John Cena... Uh, I didn't realize they made movies like The Pacifier or The Game Plan in this day and age, but they did, and John Cena was in it, and like he got shit on his face, and they showed the shit, and then at the end, he tells Alexa to play BTS and then flosses. <laughs> And uh, I bring this up because I just remember that scene from uh, one of the Scooby-Doo movies uh, where they fight, like, WWE or whatever, mm. where uh, the mystery gang is about to get crushed by a boulder, but John Cena jumps half a mile and, like, stops the boulder in midair and, like, the John Cena theme plays. And I'm going to show you guys that after. I don't care if you've seen it or not, but you're watching it. Stay tuned next week for when Walter decides to show us a bunch of WWE animated films. God, no. no. We should still do that retrospective where we go through every WWE film and just critique it based on what we know from it. And he just, he visibly cringed. I'm ready for this. But the biggest one that they didn't have on there of the early 2000s uh, Toon Disney block, which is a Disney production, they didn't have it on there, and I'm upset. Disney Plus, for you to be perfect, three words, Lloyd in space. Oh, yes. We need it. We need it. It was it was your answer to Jimmy Neutron, and it was a lot better because it was cell shaded. It was a lot better because it was a two D animated joint, and uh, it looked amazing. It was funny, and I need my Lord in space. Wow, you know something that I just thought. Huh. We didn't even go over the Weekenders. We just said that it was made by some guy who also does Scooby Doo films. <laughs> I mean, chronologically. When we recorded our show yesterday, uh, when we recorded a show last week, didn't you say that we don't watch movies? We uh, we don't talk about movies. We talk around movies. Yeah. So I guess that's our that. that's our style. But uh, TLDR, if you want something to watch on the background, like in the background, 
and you don't want to watch Futurama, which also is not on Disney Plus, unfortunately. It's a Fox property. Oh, I didn't think of that. I think it might be a little too racy for Disney Plus. I think so too. Just I think a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Same with that's the reason they wouldn't put Family Guy on there. Oh God, they could put they, Family Guy on Disney Plus like and American could, Dad. Uh, like they could put like the early seasons of Family Guy, but stop at like season two. Right. And I think American Dad is now a Turner production. I yeah, think, they're on by well, they're on by TBS now. I thought that was just distribution. I oh. don't even know. They... Oh, yeah, all the new episodes are going to TBS now. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, um... Walter? So, my pick for what I'm disappointed in not being on Disney Plus is out of left field. So, with the big craze in superhero movies, one of Marvel's first theatrical films it got made it was finished they did press tours but it never got released and this was your perfect moment to release it give me the 90s fantastic four movie what that the we never fuck saw. are you talking about one of the first howard the duck came out in 1986 you uncultured bastard pig man i said one of the first still there the was the first. punisher they had like a Punisher film and uh, before that. And a Captain America film. And a Captain America film. Yeah, the Salinger films. What, are, what the hell are you talking out of your ass for? Still. Go lie down. No, no, I want guys. this. No, guys. no, 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 no. Fuck you, Walter. No. We'll be right back. No, we need that... <laughs> early 90s fantastic I need to talk about something important here just keep arguing just keep arguing you guys are both missing a massive thing that Disney can have on Disney Plus what I think even though based on everyone that that, everyone that's seen it oh the 1990 you didn't know that no question mark fantastic four film see see guys he doesn't even know when it was released. Can you let me finish? No. Continue. Walter, you do realize you can just YouTube it, right? It's all on YouTube, and you can also just go to a convention and get it for like $5 from a shady booth. But Google, this sponsor us. This would have been the perfect opportunity to put that glorious piece of early 90s garbage <laughs> onto a streaming platform to just... Have everyone that just enjoys watching but awful, awful shit. They don't want it on there because... It's awful shit, It's Walter. awful, and it was only made to retain the rights of the Fantastic Four for Fox. Ironically, now, Fox is owned by Disney. Damn it, we need to see that movie. That would be like Disney putting Song of the South on there. They're not going to do that shit. Okay, but at least the 1990s Fantastic Four wasn't blatantly racist. That you know of. (laughs) But you you know know another series that wasn't blatantly racist? What? Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock would be great on there. It would. I think we should have a second question. Um, I think we should have a... What am I looking at, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) 
what's the next question? I think this is the last one, right? Uh, the weirdest thing you've found. No, that's, based, that's mainly going to be you, because, you know, Walter and I, we couldn't find the weird. The weirdest thing that i found on Disney Plus that you can stream is Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. You know, I thought that was pretty out of place, too. Yeah. I, like, I didn't think it was weird, but it was you, definitely out of place. The first Garfield film, not on there. Any Garfield TV shows, not on there. If you search Garfield, the only thing you find is Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. Wait, didn't Disney have a Garfield show at one point? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Then, okay, Google. Did Disney have a Garfield show at some point? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Thank you, Frank Ocean. Is that Frank Ocean? No, it's remember. just the man. Oh. Um... Yeah, so that was definitely the weirdest thing I saw on Disney+. Plus. It just seemed very out of place, but uh, since I'm a big-ass Garfield fan, um, you know? He's got a Garfield Amiibo, boys. Custom-made. I'll, I'll allow it. Alright, so um, just another question. Uh, what are you guys hoping for in the future, but it can't be what you're disappointed in now? I mean, I can't really discuss the fact that I'm disappointed by it now because I guess Disney did say at some point in the near future it is happening. So, yeah, I wasn't going to go with the Weekenders anyway because we're getting it soon. They're getting Weekenders? At some point. What about happening. Lloyd in Space? I don't think they said anything about Lloyd in Space yet. God damn it. I know people have been, like, emailing and tweeting, asking, hey, is this coming to the service at some point? That's another thing. Um, also, the modern era of Disney animated TV shows. Um, it's got pretty good representation. I mean, Gravity Falls is on there, Big City Greens, that Amphibia show that they have. Which well, actually looks really nice. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Wander Over Yonder. Um, I just feel like they could add a little bit more of that. <coughs> And also just expand on the classic uh, library. I know Gargoyles is on there, and it's got the uncensored uh, gun shooting the the woman. Oh. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, just another phony thing with Gravity Falls. In the first season, uh, Stan Pines, uh, Grunkle Stan, his fez has like an Islamic fish symbol on it. But they changed it in the second season. But uh, Disney Plus, for some reason, they removed it altogether in the first season. Except as Alex Hirsch, creator of the show, hey Alex, um, pointed out in the thumbnails when you're selecting an episode, they did not remove it. So whenever you see Grunkle Stan in the first season, he still has his original hat. Hmm. Even like I think in the intro, they also um, uh, edited it out. But uh, that's just a little funny thing that I noticed. Well, that I heard. Um, okay, anything else to say? What are you guys' overall thoughts? I I thoroughly enjoyed the service, but I think... <clears throat> even though right now it's in its infancy... We like, it already has a ton. We didn't answer the question of what do we want to see in the future. Well, you didn't. What would you like to see in the future, Walter? Well, in the future, I'd like to see 
them expand more on their originals because I think that the lifeblood of a streaming service after a certain point is your originals, how's your original content, is it consistent, uh, can you take the properties you have and turn it into original content like they're doing with Marvel, like they're already doing, they're putting original shorts on there from Pixar. Right. I think all of the main um, pillars, well, fuck yeah it does, because I pointed out that we all, I pointed out that we talked about all of the pillars on our first question, and the first question was original, but there's an original, at least one original for every pillar. Yeah. Of Disney Plus that they have on there. And one specific thing I'd like to see, I'd love to see an X-Men show on there. Like, uh, a standalone original live-action X-Men show. You know, I don't think we're going to get that, though. I feel like that's going to be its its own thing. It's got to be its own thing. It'll probably be an MCU movie. Either Hulu or an MCU thing. I'm pretty sure Feige, now that he's the head of everything Marvel media-wise... He's going to have, uh, he's going to have it be full front and yeah. center. In well, a, in a I, movie. I yeah, like debut him in a, in a movie, but yeah. maybe like do some side characters with the expansive mutant roster they have. Oh yeah, maybe do like some side characters in a Disney Plus show. Right. Give uh, give Ju- Jubilee a show, like an animated show. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, but, um, maybe, uh, a show based around, uh, Rogue and Gambit. Yeah. Howard the Duck animated series. I heard that Hulu's getting one, but I'd rather have it on Disney Plus. And Kevin Smith is writing it. Ooh. Yee. Alright. So, uh, we happy? Yeah, I mean, for the yeah. most part. Alright. Uh, Wow. Kind of spent all that time talking about Disney Plus. We actually haven't said a thing about Google Stadia, huh? So, uh, we don't have enough bandwidth to talk about them. Oh God, no! Neither do they. Neither do they. All right. Good night, everybody. Uh-huh.